Hello, my name is Ty Kashmiri. Thank you for tuning in to Stay in the Know, the Ty Kashmiri Show. Hi, thanks for tuning in to episode 28 of Stay in the Know, the Ty Kashmiri Show. Today, my marketing specialist, Megan, and I are going to discuss how to fight COVID fatigue. <laughs> While fatigue is a common symptom of COVID, that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Megan, what are we talking about? So what we're talking about is COVID fatigue, meaning being exhausted of the idea that COVID is still so prevalent in our lives. I mean, heck, it's almost been a year now of us surviving this pandemic. Joe Biden used the term COVID fatigue uh, a few weeks ago in regards to how Americans have become so lazy with not wanting to deal with COVID. And so we figured we would talk about that. But first, Ty, why don't you talk a little bit about your holiday? what did you do this Christmas? Yeah, so we had a lot of fun. My daughter Riley came home with her boyfriend, Nick, from Colorado. They moved to Colorado and uh, they stayed for a week and we had a really good time. Of course, Kennedy's home from Clemson. And of course, Brogan is uh, still living with us. He hasn't flown the coop yet. So um, we had a great Christmas. Uh, spent a lot of time together. We went over Gabby's family's house, spent time there and uh, played some games. And we also have the Christmas, the white elephant distribution, which I'm in charge of, by the way. And that was a lot of fun. So yeah, uh, we picked up some games that we're excited about. Um, Riley bought us, she bought us the millennial version of Monopoly. And that version is Basically, you buy everything versus you buy up a bunch of shit oh, <laughs> versus really? buying assets, you buy liabilities. Yeah, <laughs> like Starbucks, stuff like that. So that was a different way of looking at it. But yeah, it was kind of interesting. So we did that. Um, Riley went back, of course, and Kennedy goes back to six. Of course, this weekend we'll be uh, in front of the TV, uh, excited to watch Ohio State play Clemson. And everybody knows that Kennedy goes to Clemson. And people ask me all the time, so who are you rooting for? Of course, I'm rooting for Ohio State, but I would be happy for Kennedy if Clemson won, just like last time. But uh, my son, who's a Penn State fan, Brogan, is rooting for Clemson because he hates Ohio State. So, Which is so funny. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. But you, uh, we're both... The, fight? Yeah. It's constant fighting. It, it's going to start heating up here in a couple of days. He'll start on me about how Ohio State's going to lose. Um, the other thing that we had this weekend was the Steelers won, won the playoffs, uh, a spot in the playoffs um, in regards to the AFC North Championship, which I know your lovely husband is a Browns fan, and they lost to the worst team in the NFL, 1-13, the Jets, J-E-T-S. You guys lost because you have a horrible quarterback, horrible team, horrible organization. I know you are not. You're a Broncos fan. But anyways, you know what? Actually, I wanted to ask you, do you have ESPN Plus? No, we don't. We watch uh, TV off Hulu Live. Okay. Because uh, Peyton Manning has this series that he does interviews, and he interviewed um, John Elway. 
and they oh, talked yeah. about how they beat the Browns. Remember that whole comeback thing? Yes. So I was just wondering if Lucas would like to watch that so he could understand exactly what's about to happen to him here in a couple weeks. So. Well, I mean, to be fair, your Steelers have not been playing the best these past few weeks. Megan, okay. let's not be fair and understand that we're 12 and three and everybody loses in the NFL. <laughs> and on top of that, we beat you this weekend, or we beat Lucas's team this weekend, and you're out of the playoffs, okay? And to be honest, a lot of these Browns fans, they have all this hope, and they put it in a jar, and it's evaporating to the very end of the darkness of hell, which we call the playoffs that you guys haven't seen since 18 years ago. 2002, baby! The Browns, the clownies, the the the... The jokesters have not seen the play. You guys, like I'm supposed to be in. Well, listen, you married the Joker, okay? You should have asked what card he had. He he pulled out the Browns card. You'd have said, dude, I'm out, okay? But you didn't. You let love get in the way, Megan. (laughs) I'm all hyped up on coffee, everybody. We just got a new Nespresso here in the office. And I'm on a double combo, whatever. It was good. Anyways, back to this. COVID fatigue, which, by the way, I did not be on Sunday because the Steelers romped, and I I can't wait for this Sunday. But anyways, it's going to be a great weekend. This COVID fatigue, I mean, give me some ideas of of where this fatigue comes in. Like, give me some examples of what this is all about. So what Biden's examples were, were – hanging out with large groups of friends, just kind of forgetting about, you know, social distancing or going to a more crowded bar or restaurant or um, spending extra time with friends and family who aren't in your normal bubble, etc. So just basically not social distancing, not taking the extra precaution all of that stuff. And I think in the summer, I mean, if you look at Ohio's numbers right now, we're recording this episode on the 29th of December. If you look at it right now, basically our numbers are so, so, so high. And in comparison in the summer, a lot of people were spending time outside. There was, um, it was a lot easier to social distance because you could spend time outside and still see people, but not feel like you're in each other's space. Whereas now, it's cold outside. Currently it is 34 degrees outside and you don't want to be outside. So you're going to come inside and you're in a very small confined space. So it's just a matter of determining what's safe and what's not. Megan, to me, COVID fatigue, my definition is I don't get to eat out. I don't get to spend time with my friends. Um, I don't get to spend time with extended family. I don't get to go on vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, these are all things to me is what fatigue is. My softball team um, is limited on how we're going to operate and how we're going to have to come up with a plan on making sure that all the kids are healthy. Like I would just rather have the vaccine as soon as I can get it and, and worry about this stuff in the rear view mirror and just move on back to my normalcy of life. Is that part of what this fatigue is? He's saying we're letting our guard down and not doing a great job. I say, dude, everybody's about done with this. Oh, absolutely. I mean, heck, like I said at the beginning, we've been dealing with this for almost a year now. Like 
we're all exhausted and we all just want to go back to normal. But what I think is going to be interesting is, okay, yeah. So let's say you decide to get the vaccine, but like, when will that actually happen? Number one. And number two, how, how long will it take for everybody to get the vaccine? Plus there are people who aren't going to want to get it, which I see both sides. I totally understand. So when will, when will we actually be able to go back to that normal? Yeah. Well, I also think that um, now this is not me, but I've seen people that do excessive drinking. They don't exercise. um, They don't eat healthy. And I've really kicked it up a notch on all those things, trying to eat healthy exercise. um, And I don't drink already. So that's not an issue, but with it being a new year, like, do you think people are just depressed on, on saying, well, you know, a lot of people make their new year's resolutions on, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And they're like, well, I'm not going to do any of that because I can't because of COVID. Do you think that that's going to creep in? Oh, absolutely. I was listening to the radio. I had the radio on in the car and they were, I was, it was WNCI and Dave and Jimmy, they were talking about how the numbers of like unhealthy habits that people in the U S have picked up and the top habits were excessive drinking, not exercising and eating junk food slash not eating healthy slash like ordering a lot of DoorDash and just ordering whatever they want. And so they're saying that a lot of people are changing their new year's resolution so traditionally people would be like oh i'm gonna go to the gym five times a week or like i'm going to you know do whatever traditional healthy people do and so now they're just saying oh well instead of you know ordering doordash maybe i should try and cook more like it's not necessarily like a set in stone plan which of course they were being comical because they're hilarious what did they say about exercising Oh, I'm not allowed to repeat it. (laughs) I'm not allowed to repeat it. But um, it was really funny. But I was like, I'm not even shocked because I know that it was really easy for me. Like I was like, oh, I'll just like get a bottle of wine. And then next thing I know, I was like, well, crap, I'm out of wine. Like, that's not me. What in the world am I doing? And obviously I'm pregnant now, so I can't drink. But like at the beginning of the pandemic, that was definitely something that I was going through. And I mean, I was just talking to my mom. My mom was like, I think I need to pretend I'm pregnant with you and just not drink. Like I need yeah, to stop. Because yeah, I'll give you a, a, a story from a coworker. I won't give out her name, but she was saying that she went to the store and um, she was checking out and she had to have them check the ID. And she obviously goes to the same grocery store all the time. And um, the guy goes, hey, how can I help you? And she goes, oh, I have some wine. And he goes, oh, shocker. And she was like, what? (laughs) Like, he goes, you always do. And she's like, wow, maybe I need to rethink what's going on here because the grocery guy's calling me out on the mat. So I thought that was kind of hilarious. But yeah, I mean, some ways to fight this fatigue, I guess, on our side of it um, in regards to how we're feeling in regards to just wanting to be over it is, is exercise, of course, online workout classes walk outside, run outside, whatever we can do to, to get out there. Even when it's cold, sometimes, you know, 
the hardest thing about exercising is, is getting there to the point to do it, right? Once you do it, you feel so good that you did it. It's a notch on your belt. You completed something. You feel good the rest of the day. It's just getting to that point. And that's the toughest thing. It's just like anything else. It's a discipline that you have to learn how to do. And if you don't do it for 21 days straight, it's not going to become a habit. So talking to friends, you know, this is a really good one that I really haven't done that I need to just get back into is FaceTime or Zoom or texting. You know, FaceTime and Zoom, like, I just feel like we don't, in my generation, the older people don't FaceTime enough, you know, where younger kids, they FaceTime all the time. I think that has to happen a lot more. I think that would be good. And then, you know, this is something that, oh gosh, I tried to do last year. I got actually from everybody from work for a Christmas present was my gratitude journal. And oh my gosh, I might've lasted four days. You know, as soon as something bad happens, you know, I was out the door and my word of the year was grateful. Like how pathetic is that? But I'm going to try to get back to that. And that leads me into my word of the year is going to be kindness for next year. And, you know, I think sometimes we just got, we get caught up with all the things that we're doing and that people attack us in certain ways, whether it's social media or, you know, they just don't want to be friendly. And the, and the, the result of that is we attack back, right? Yeah. And what I want to try to do is just be as kind as possible to everybody. Now we do a lot of things in my life that, that show kindness. Um, but what I want to do is every day, see that word and find a way to practice it on a daily basis, especially that's what these words are about, especially when it's hard, right? It's so easy to collect toys for Toys for Tots, take it over to the fire department, give them out and say, hey, here you go. Look how kind I am. But it's when somebody isn't being kind to you, how can you, how do you react, right? Um, when things aren't going well uh, at home, uh, one of your kids are struggling with their grades or they're not doing the things you want them to do, how do you act with kindness and find ways to show them that, hey, this is how we got to do it. So Every time I bring up one of these words and I name it for the year, something gets crazy, like grateful. And then next thing you know, COVID hits. And I'm like, oh boy, you know, uh, patience. I had so many things that challenged me when I used that word in 2019. So this year is going to be kindness. I mean, gosh, if things fall apart, <laughs> I'm going to start thinking about whether or not I want to do this every year. But I think really it's, actually stuff that surrounds you on a daily basis you just don't really focus in on it when you have a word of the year you have to focus in on that word so then you oh this is how this applies every time so that's going to be my word i'm going to get a bracelet to wear every day um, I'm gonna, it's going to be on my phone on my mirror the definitions and it's going to be something that i'm going to try to uh, convey to the kids on my softball team and to my family for sure that's awesome yeah. Hey, let's take a quick break from this episode. We will continue in just a moment. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsors. American Family Insurance. Think you can't afford life insurance? Think again. You might be surprised at how affordable it can be. 80% of Americans overestimate the cost of life insurance. Maybe it's time to swap a few small expenses for some big peace of mind. 
Life insurance can protect what matters most, and it's the right thing to do. Let's talk today. For details, contact Cashmere & Associates at 614-923-2886. American Family Insurance. So, um, going outside as much as you can. You know, we talked about being outside. You know, we see people walking outside all the time. What's the first reaction when it's cold out and you see somebody outside? What is the thing that you think of? Honestly, I yeah, think, wow, they're dedicated. Yeah. <laughs> Dedication, they're crazy. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it's funny. We have this older couple that live like four or five houses down. And I always talk about how they're the good dog parents because they walk their dogs every day, no matter what the weather's like. And I'm like, we're the bad dog parents because we never walk our dogs, right? And then it's easy to walk your dog when it's 70 and sunny. But when it's like today, 34 and sunny, you know, are you gonna get out there and, and do that walk? So I think to break the spell, I guess, of this COVID, you've gotta get outside. Fresh air will do you good. And uh, Megan, especially with you being pregnant, I think that would be a great exercise to get into. Yeah, there. definitely. Yeah. So what else do we have on this COVID fatigue? Anything else? Or is there another thing that you want to hit on with the new year coming up? Just something else that they had talked about was talking about how you're feeling, whether that's with a friend or you should go to a therapist or whatever you feel is necessary. As long as you're talking about how you're feeling and different things that you're going through, like even though you're not fighting a war, this is still really hard and it's still not something that's easy to go through. And if you need to talk to someone that there are people that are more than willing to help you. That was just the last point that um, they were talking about in the article that I pulled and it's something that I wanted to share with everyone as well. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I was discussing this with you before I even knew what the category was or what we were going to talk about today about how I was feeling a little fatigued, right? Yeah. That I just can't go out and, and do anything that I want to do. But I think the other thing that I've really been grasping onto is reading books, which I always read all the time. But I don't know. I've been finding some solace in, in sitting in and reading a good book. Um, right now I'm reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I just finished a book previous on, um, on how to negotiate in sales. So, and, and one thing I did last night was make a list of books that I want to read. And I'm so much all the time reading uh, self-help books, educating myself, which is a good practice. But, you know, like I need to read a book that just it's about something else. You know what I mean? Just like about somebody's life. Like I read um, the Nike biography. Um, I thought that was a really good um, shoe dog. It was called, I thought that was a great book. There's several books that I've read um, that aren't self-help books. And I kind of got away from that, you know, as I have this fear of not being educated or I've got to learn, 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 learn. So, or, or like, you know, I'm wasting my time reading something else. So I made a list last night uh, um, some books that I'm going to read. Uh, one of them was, uh, gosh, what's that, what's that guy's name? The actor, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that does all the Lincoln commercials. Uh, really good. Oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Thank you. Matthew McConaughey came out with the book. Um, I put that on my list. I 
around and around. Um, the story um, of the two people who started, um, oh gosh, the clothing store. Uh, it's a it's a men's and women's. Oh gosh, I can't remember it. The Gap bought it. I'm trying to think of it. I'll think about it in a minute. So I, I got that book on my list. Um, Jerry Seinfeld just wrote a book. I think I'm going to read that. So I'm going to try to go like every other book, like a self-help book. Um, I like to read a lot about real estate, uh, about money, educating myself on stocks, how to buy and sell stocks, those kind of things. But that's really exciting to me. I gave my kids a book that I'm reading now, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and, and asked them to read that. I think that's the other thing too, is just passing on my knowledge to my kids and, and educating them so much about money that school doesn't teach you about money, right? They don't teach you how to balance a checkbook, how to, what, what are the traps of credit cards and all those things they don't teach you in school. And, and it's a responsibility of us as parents. So that's another thing you can do for that little kid in your belly is, is teach them about money and how not to spend money on the stupid Browns memorabilia. Anyways, there's not really anything to be memorable about, but, you know, so, yeah, um, I think books have helped. Have you been reading any books? You know, I really haven't been. I've no. been, what have I been doing? Not much. Like, I feel like, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just kind of bored in a yeah. way, you know, and um, we've been looking for houses, which has taken a lot of time. Takes a lot of time. Houses. Yeah. We, we've been looking at houses. We've just been getting our finances in order and all of that kind of stuff ready. And yeah. it's not fun, but it's something that we have to do. And mm -hmm. so, and now we have a baby on the way and I have been reading the, uh, what to expect when you're expecting book, which is yeah, really good book. It's yeah, it's a good book, but it's not like I enjoy reading self-help books too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I enjoy reading self-help books as well. And I haven't picked up a new one in a while, but I did buy a new one. It's um, by Jen Hatmaker. Okay. Um, I don't know what it's called, but it's her newer book. And I got that one because I wanted to start that one up. I haven't started it yet though. But she's a really talented writer as well. And she has like five kids and all the things. So yeah. she's cool. But yeah. So there are a lot of things out there that can fatigue us. I think everybody's doing the best they can in regards to wearing masks, social distancing. But in the end, most everybody's going to get this thing. If it's not this year, it's next year. If it's not next year, it's the year after that. Um, so it's just like anything else. It's like the flu. Hopefully we protect the senior citizens and the schools uh, get back into force by March 1st. All the teachers can back, get vaccinated and we move on and we learn some good things from all this. And we are more grateful as the word that I had for 2020 uh, about the things that we do have once we get them back. And I think that's the one thing that everybody has to remember in their lives is you know, I tell my kids all the time that if you don't have your health, you have nothing. You know, I had my physical exam this morning and I'm super happy to say that, you know, he said, hey, everything looks really good. There's a couple of tests you got to take when you get old like me. That's just routine. But but most of all, um, that I'm super healthy and, you know, you can be so successful and and want to do all these things in your life. But if you don't have your health, 
Um, none of those things can happen. And, and you can work so hard all your life and then get ready to enjoy the things that you want to enjoy. You made all these plans and, and, and they just don't happen because your health's gone. So, you know, try to try to really work on eating something better. Try not to drink as much alcohol, exercise, do all those things so that when things do open up, we can go back to enjoying the things that we like to do the most. And, and when you're successful and you've gotten all these things accomplished and you want to go out and do them, you can just look in the mirror and say, Hey, I can get them all done and do all the things that I want to do. And my health is not going to hold me back because it, along with time, it's probably the most precious asset you have uh, today and tomorrow. So what I look at is, is always, how can I do a great job with my health? Because one, my family needs me. You know, there's so many things that I need to teach my kids and I need to be here for them and support them because you don't stop being a parent once they turn 22 and get out of college. You know, you're a parent for life. People don't understand that. They think that they're just, they're done. Well, they're not. And, and then to be a really good husband, you know, and spend time, quality time with my spouse and have a lot of fun. And I think that's one thing that I'm so blessed with and grateful for is the time that I've spent with my wife. You know, when you are in the world we were before 2020, we were going every direction, right? Oh, everything's so fast, right? The world's so fast paced. We got this phone, my calendar's full and I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. And it was cool to be busy, right? And, um, you know, it's really not that cool, you know? And I think that's really what I've learned is, is that you have to take time for your family, for your spouse, and that although you need money and money uh, pays the bills and, and allows you to do the things, it doesn't make you happy. What makes you happy is spending time and experiencing those things with your family and friends. And that is what makes you happy. Money's just behind that to happen, but, but yeah. So as we roll out into this 2021 episode, I hope you guys took something from this. Uh, I know that, uh, for me, 2021 is going to be a little tougher because I won't have Megan for six weeks because she's going to be on maternity leave. It could be longer. I didn't really discuss that with her, but no, it's only six weeks. Yeah. Okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> but um, we've got a good uh, person for her uh, to, to sit in for her and, and uh, then we'll be rolling, but really looking forward to 2021, looking for every day, especially tomorrow. And just want to say thank you to everyone who has subscribed or listened to our podcast in 2020. We hope that we will have a lot of content that you'll enjoy in 2021. Have a great 2021. And I hope all your new goals come to fruition for you and your family. Thanks for tuning in to Stay in the Know, the Ty Kashmiri Show. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. We post new episodes every Monday. You can also follow us on Facebook at Cashmere and Associates, Instagram at Cashmere underscore Associates, and Twitter at Ty Cashmere. Have a great week.